Hello, and welcome to the What the What podcast. It's the podcast where we tell you what's nerdy, what's popping with culture, what's giving us all the nostalgic feels, and what's there to geek out about, past, present, and future. It's all the what's in one place. That's Eric Creech. I'm Ashby Brame. Kyle Whitley's stuck in the quantum realm, and we haven't seen him, so... That's a shame. You know, like, I wonder how, like... How long he's felt like it's been in the quantum realm? Like, I don't know how that works. If you see a tiny little dust moat floating by going, what the what? That's Kyle, guys. That's Catch Kyle. <laughs> yeah, watch out for those time vortexes, buddy. We no, miss you. We do miss you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll send a random rat to hit the button five years from now and let you out. <laughs> That's right. And Sky will be five and it'll be really sad. Really sad. Wow, well, this took a turn, okay? Yeah, now I'm really sad, actually. Now I'm... Wow. Oh, oh man. my goodness. Now I feel like I felt after Infinity War. Whew. Womp womp. Wow. We're on a great roll here to start our podcast. Honestly. Um, let's just jump right into it. Unless you got some small talk, we can just jump right... Because we have a lot to talk about today. So... No, I feel like maybe we should tell people about the community episode. Yeah. Because well, the last time they heard from us, you were really excited Really for excited it. for it. So here's the thing about community. Um, it's a great episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we had we a, did record it. We did record it. Yes. We have the, the audio files. Mm-hmm. It is sitting in um, in our storage units right now. Yep. Um, it's a really great episode. We, we did it with uh, the Return to Beacon Hills uh, podcast. Will, Calissa, and Kate. Kate. Yep. Got all their names right, too. Yeah. Um, we're basically best friends now. I mean, we're yes. basically best friends Basically now, best so. friends. <laughs> um, it was a fantastic episode. And uh, the past couple of weeks has just been really crazy. Yes. I did not have time to edit. Did not have time to put it together. And as good as, of an episode as it was, I did not want to just halfway do it. That's right. So it's going to come out. The first Monday in June. I believe that's going to be June 7th. That is going to be the first Monday. Yes, you're right. Look at me with my calendar math. (laughs) Um, So community episode will come out on June 7th. We will also have video that will come on our YouTube page June 7th. That's going to have the Zoom meeting with myself, Ashby, and the three hosts of Return to Beacon Hills. Yes. Um, I will go ahead and tell you right up front, go check out uh, the Return to Beacon Hills podcast. They're on Twitter at RTBH Podcast. Yes. Uh, they're also on Instagram at the same handle, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be starting up really soon. Yes. I believe they their debut episode is coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, maybe, they're maybe dropping... In the next week. I think they're dropping their first episode the week we drop the community episode. So, so they're really kicking off synergy there. June 5th. And they're going to be doing some social to run up to our episode. And then once they kick off on June 5th, I will be on episode 11, I believe. So it'll be a while until you hear me on their podcast. But you'll get to hear them talk about community with us really soon. And here's the great thing about that podcast. I know nothing about Teen Wolf, but I do know the three hosts are fun to yes. li- listen to and talk to. And they have great stories. So if they do half as well on this podcast of theirs that they did on our guest hosting slot of the community podcast, you're, they're going to have a great time. You might even convince you to watch the show like they did me. So Yeah. Um, so we're really excited about that episode. So if you were looking for that episode, it's coming soon. We promise. Give us a couple of more weeks and it will be in its wonderful, full glory that only Greendale Community College can uh, show you. That's right. So, the best community college in the... In the, in the greater three-fourths southwestern Greendale um, County area. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
they're first in um, in the uh, listing of community colleges in the Greenville area, so, alphabetically. <laughs> That's so, true. Yes. So. There you go. Anywho, we want to thank you for joining us today. Um, we would like you to subscribe to us. If you have not already, we're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever it is you get your podcast. We will appreciate you rating and reviewing our podcast. Five stars only. Not four. I know we're going to be talking right, about right, right. phase four today, but no, no. We want five stars. Five. five stars. So, yeah. Also follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram by searching for What the What Media all one word. All one word. And you can find us on Twitter at WTW underscore media. And that was Kyle from the the quantum realm. Oh my gosh. Off the top rope. (laughs) We want you to share those social handles with your friends if you enjoyed anything that you've seen from us. We have a lot of episodes in the archives. um, 90 plus at this point. Um, We might have 91, I believe. And Mm -hmm. so we're really, we're coming up on our 100th episode soon too, which is really exciting. We've done this for two years. I know. I mean, this is actually like the week that um, you actually kind of made your debut with us. We're coming up on the one year anniversary of that. Yes, because I I just went back on Facebook. I was looking for something and I saw that I posted that I was about to drop some knowledge on you and Kyle for Captain America. Not only did she drop knowledge, she just dropped it and never left. So Yes, 100%. 100%. I dropped into a host seat and never vacated In fact, we've already kicked Kyle into the quantum round. She's already taking over. (laughs) My plan is working. (laughs) It was Ashby all All along. along. So yeah, we're we're thankful that you've been with us for a year. You've you've kept this show going uh, in numerous ways. You've injected new life to us, and uh, we're very grateful that you are still along on this journey. So when all the COVID stuff you know mm-hmm. goes away, mm-hmm. we we're still going to need you to be a part of this podcast. So just a heads up, anyway. Um, but we have ninety plus episodes in our archives. Please go check them out. Half of them include Ashby. If you don't like anything Ashby does, go check out the first half. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, absolutely, so, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, you know. But yeah. Um, her stuff's really good though, so check her um, all the stuff that she's in as well. Um, last time on this podcast, okay, so the last time we posted an episode, we discussed the popular movies that we didn't get, and I broke Ashby's heart just a little bit. It was painful. It was it hurtful. Was painful. It, our friendship almost did not survive. It really didn't. But. Here we are. Here we are. And on today's episode, <laughs> we are taking a deep dive into the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 4 lineup. Marvel posted this wonderful, wonderful video um, just celebrating movies and their movies in particular, you know, because no one likes, you know, to talk about yourself more than yourself. So, a mm-hmm. congratulatory uh, slap on the back, pat on the back by themselves. But it was really, it was a three minute video. I highly recommend you go check it out on YouTube. And not only does it look into the MCU's past, you know, it talks about the beauty of uh, just cinema and going to the movies and just enjoying it with a crowd of strangers that you don't even know. But they also give us some sneak peeks into yeah, what we have to look forward to over the next two and a half years. And I can't wait. We are very excited. So uh, we are going to be going deep into that. If you have not seen the footage, um, we probably won't be going into too much detail per movie. We will be probably discussing possible plot points. Right. Um, uh, rumors. Rumors, innuendo, whatever. Conjecture. 
So if you don't want to be spoiled on any of that... Trailer spoilers. Um, you know, we, we want you to listen to this episode, but we are going to be talking about the entirety of the Phase 4 lineup tonight. So just, you've been warned. Yeah. So. 100. All right. So, Ashby. Okay. From memory, I don't think you have it pulled up on your computer. Do you know the order of the Phase 4 films <clears throat> from memory? No, I do have it pulled up <laughs> on my computer. <laughs> Do you want to take a shot? Okay, I do want to take a shot. Okay. Okay. Then this is just, before you get going, this does not include the Disney Plus lineup. Okay? Right. This, this, you so, want, we're about to get Loki. Yeah, we're not going to be talking about Loki, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk. Um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Uh, Marvel What If. Right, um, right, right. There's something else dropping in the fall, I feel like. Um, Hawkeye's dropping in the fall. Yeah, so, right, right, right. Uh, we're not talking about any of those. Um, yeah. We're just talking about purely cinematic We're still not releases. talking about Falcon Winter Soldier, which I can't. I still can't talk about. I'm going to have to rewatch it from start to finish. You know, I'm going to have to rewatch soon. Yes. And then, of course, you have heard us talk a little bit about WandaVision. Um, it was Agatha all along. Oh, my gosh. A banger, honestly. It's a yeah. straight banger. Um, okay. So, let me see if I can do this from memory. Okay. <clears throat> so... <laughs> I'm already going to mess up. Starting this summer, July 9th, we have uh, the Black Widow movie. Finally. Much anticipated. Much anticipated. Has been put off for a year now? Uh, over a year at this point. Over it was a year? supposed to come out last May. Yep. Okay. Um. So, yeah. And then in... <clears throat> you don't have to give me dates. Just give me the order. If you, unless okay. you want to give dates. Okay. I mean, that's fine. So, then at some point this fall, we have... See, I'm already just like mm, sad. I know this is terrible. Um, yeah. In September, Shang Chi. Oh, that's the, right. And the Legend of, right. of the Ten Rings will come out in September. Yes, and then November is the Eternals. That's correct. Okay, and then Christmas is mm-hmm. Spider-Man No Way Home. Spider-Man Into the Spider Verse, you know, live action, <laughs> basically. No, I wish, but yeah. yes, but yes, um, Spider-Man Three. No and Way then Home. our 2022 lineup. Mm-hmm. Is, this is where it gets tricky. This I, is where it gets tricky. Is mm, 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 mm. May is going to be Thor: Love and Thunder, but there's mm. something before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to look it up too. Hold on, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna cheat and look it up. Okay, so Black Widow, July nine. Yes. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, September third. Eternals, November fifth. Spider Man: No Way Home, December seventeenth. Then, 2022, I skipped Doctor Strange. In the multiverse of madness. I know you're so excited about that. I'm so excited. That I was going to co-star Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda. Yes. Maximoff, the, the Scarlet Witcher we'll herself. We'll sort of maybe get a little bit of where she went when she left, um, whatchamacallit, in peace. Yes. What, what, what was the name of the town? Oh, Westview. Westview, thank you. When she left Westview. Uh, and then, I was right, May 6th, Thor Love and Thunder would be the next one going to be a great film yes and then would you like to talk about the next one in july uh, i don't have the exact but in july of two, 2022 july 8th 2022 we get black panther wakanda forever oh so excited, so excited and also a little depressed because right. chadwick boseman grew to be one of my favorite actors mm-hmm. um, not just in the mcu but just in his, his body of work yes and he is going to be dearly dearly missed in that franchise and i hope they don't miss a step um, because I love, love the Black Panther. I love the first movie, um, and I really wanted to see it 
be successful. So don't know how they're going to do it, but yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yes. Then um, November 11th. Yep. We have the Marvels. Not Captain Marvel 2. No. The Marvels. And no. We can, we'll talk about why that's the Marvels when we get to it. Okay. Um, then starting in 2023, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Maybe Kyle will be out of the quantum realm by then. And maybe he's in the movie. Maybe he is in the movie. Maybe he friend, befriends Louise. Oh, man. They I, would get I, along so well. Yes, they would. <laughs> 100%. Um, and then Hunter Batten waited with bated breath uh-huh. for uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I'm sure he could tell us about it ad nauseum. And, then, and will tell us about it soon. And then the last movie listed, it, there was no footage, there wasn't a date, mm-hmm. but it was the Fantastic Four logo. Yes. Uh, that's the last movie listed in the video, but we also know that there's also a reboot of Blade coming. We don't know if it's part of Phase 4. It wasn't in the video. Right. Um, but it is listed on my list as a TBA. We don't know if it'll be Phase 4 or Phase 5. Do you so, think they knew 15 years ago that enfolding the Fantastic Four into the MCU was going to be a part of Phase 4? Like, how much credit should we give Kevin Feige is what I want to know. You know, I'm not willing to put anything past the Mind MCU blown. team because here's the big I'm thing <laughs> with with the with Kevin Feige and and everyone there uh, at uh, Disney who's working on the MCU. I believe they have contingencies upon contingencies upon contingencies upon contingencies, and even if they didn't plan, they have a great way to fold it in anyway and make it look like that was part of the plan the entire time. Yes. Also, I know that we said we wouldn't talk about the television series, and we're not, but I feel like since I have it as part of my lineup, mm-hmm. I would just mention to people, um, Loki is June 9th. Yes. What If is supposed to premiere this summer. Mm-hmm. And then without firm dates, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, and Moon Knight. Moon Knight. She-Hulk and the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. That'll come out in 2022. I yes, do know that. Yes, are all 21 to 22. And then TBA is Secret Invasion. Yes. Ironheart. Yes. Armor Wars. Yes. And Untitled Wakanda series. Yes, that they have announced that there will be a Wakanda series on Disney+. Plus. Is it about the Doja Mayor? Because I honest, hope it is. Honestly, I would watch that. I would too. Watch the mess out of it. So. Yeah. All right, so let's start at the top. Yeah, okay. Okay, so we're going to just go over our reactions, um, what we're looking forward to, uh, any thoughts and, you know, whatever uh, with each movie real quick. Um, and we're going to start with Black Widow. It's been a year um, since it was supposed to be released. we got to wait another couple of months. It will release in theaters and on Disney Plus with Premiere Access uh, in July. So, Ashby, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you got any thoughts? I have so many thoughts. I don't even really know where to start. Um, there we actually have people watching and they're commenting in real time, so that's exciting. That's pretty cool. Uh, Stephen Such is apparently really excited for Ironheart, and Hunter Brame is really excited for Black Widow. So, speaking of Black Widow, though, um, okay, knowing that we were getting a Black Widow movie, yes, I first of all, like, just let's take a, a minute and just all be grateful that we finally have come to a moment where. Um, you know, the business, the big wigs in the glass corner offices can admit that female superheroes can carry their own movies. Yes. Okay. They also make big money at the box office. Absolutely. They deserve their own action figures. It, like, I'm so excited. I, I hate 
that almost every single Avenger got their own movie before Black Widow did, but I feel like we got to a point where we could do it really well. And so I'm really excited for this. That being said. Yes. I am still confused, as I think everyone is, as to when this movie is taking place in the MCU. Because as we know, some movies don't get released in the order, obviously, that they happen in the timeline. You know, the first Avenger is technically the first ever Marvel movie. It was not the first one released. Right. If you think about it, because it took place in the 40s. Right. We're, we're getting into some uh, Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, um, you know, gray areas with the timeline here. Um, for those of you who don't get that reference, Tokyo Drift was the third movie released in the Fast and Furious franchise before they knew it was going to be a franchise. But it's actually like sixth in the order you should watch them. Yeah. So, I hate it so much. Yes. Anyway. But I, I, I believe Black Widow. I know there's a lot of rumors going around that it's going to be set in between uh, or right after Civil War and mm-hmm. in between Civil War and Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have heard rumors that they might have flashbacks um, into other parts of her life. Yes. Um, and there might even be some flash forwards into, you know, her death. I don't know. Right. Um, maybe she's not really dead. Who knows? Look, that's <clears throat> what I would like to believe. So I have two other alternatives that I've seen. Okay. One is that it takes place after Winter Soldier. Okay. Because there was a scene cut from Civil War where she tells Steve that she went back, like after Winter Soldier, um, when they were all sort of like doing their own thing and Steve was looking for Bucky. Natasha went back and tried to find her parents and all she found was two gravestones, you know? And so Mm -hmm. like she gives a little blip about what she's been doing and it was about going back to where it all started for her. Right. So that's kind of interesting. That could have been a throwaway line. The scene never made it to the movie. So it could in fact be her going back after civil war and that just doesn't hold up canon wise, but you know, who knows? And then the most outrageous fan theory I've probably seen is that this entire movie is taking place in Natasha's consciousness while she is in the Soul Stone after jumping off the cliff in Infinity War. That's deep. Right? That is kind of deep. Right? So anyway, that's um that's where I am with this movie. I don't really care when it takes place. I'm just excited to see Natasha. I'm excited to see, you know, the Black Widow get what is essentially sort of an origin story almost. Um, I'm really excited that hopefully she will get to do what I wanted for Bucky Barnes and Falcon Winter Soldier, which is to deal with her trauma and what the Red Room did to her Mm -hmm. um, and kind of maybe reclaiming a little bit of that back from them um, of who she is and and what she stands for and what she wants to do moving forward. So anyway, I'm just, I'm super excited about it. I'm really excited too. Um, I've always been a Black Widow fan, um, especially since her first appearance in the MCU. I do believe, like you mentioned earlier, it has been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. You know, the idea that girls' toys don't sell is rooted in sexism, mm-hmm. um, and it has always been. I remember the 90s X Men cartoon. And that cartoon was notable because you had like in the main um, in the main credits you had nine main heroes featured, and it was pretty much split down the lines. You know, gender wise, you had five male males and four females. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember thinking of those characters, 
Rogue was one of my favorites. I wanted a Rogue action figure um, because she was the baddest, strongest chick out there. I mean, just um, Storm, mm-hmm. iconic. Mm-hmm. Jean Grey, I mean, just Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. I mean, I mean, just Jubilee was even a fun little character. I mean, like X Men. You know, the cartoon day they just positioned their female characters really well, and but you probably couldn't find action figures for them. I'm sure they might have made them, but they were not. I don't think they were well as marketed as well because the pro- the mind process was no we need to sell GI Joes we need to sell the men uh, the right. male superheroes because only boys will buy that you know boys oh. aren't going to buy girls and, and it's wrong Psylocke yeah um, just oh my goodness so um, the idea we we know what it is mm-hmm. I mean it's just you know thankfully times have changed over the past twenty thirty years um, I just I hate that we didn't get this movie sooner but I hope they do this movie justice absolutely because. Especially after seeing DC, and I hate to bring DC into all of our Marvel conversations, but DC, the one thing, one of the few things they've done well with their uh, extended universe in the movies is, especially that first Wonder Woman film. Yes. Um, just, I believe that opened some eyes and a lot of doors for this film to be made. 100%. And I just want it to be done really well, and I want it to be very successful. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Um, let's move on to the next, uh, the next couple of movies are going to be kind of blanks for me because I'm not very well versed in them. Let's talk about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So I am also not versed in this. I, the Ten Rings, doesn't that have an Iron Man? It does. See, the Mandarin, origin? the Mandarin, um, I believe if and someone correct me in the Facebook world, if you know differently, uh, the Mandarin was the leader of... I don't know if it's a gang or an organization called the Ten Rings, but it also refers to ten magical rings um, that each have different powers, and that gives the Mandarin, you know, some some powers of his own. Okay. So we've seen the Mandarin, or excuse me, in um, in quotation marks, the Mandarin in Iron Man three, um, but there was also a Marvel one shot called All Hail um, All Hail the King where it's revealed that there was actually a real Mandarin, and I'm wondering if this movie's going to pick up on that little plot thread that was kind of left alone. Okay. And connect that somehow. Don't know. Um, but yeah, that, that's the extent of my knowledge of this movie, as I've heard of the Mandarin. I know he's uh, primarily, um, or possibly, I don't know if it primarily is the right word, but I know he is an Iron Man villain. Um, but I know very little about Shang-Chi. I don't know what his powers are or why he's a superhero. I will say that the trailer looked very interesting. Yeah. Um, and so, like, for this movie and the next one we're going to talk about, they are being given what I like to call the Guardians of the Galaxy treatment. Mm-hmm. Because when Guardians of the Galaxy came out on August 1st, 2014, yes, I know the date off the top of my head. Don't ask why. Don't worry about it. Um, I knew nothing about the Guardians of the Galaxy. Had no history behind them. Never remember seeing them in any uh, Marvel comics or Marvel games or Marvel television properties. Um, knew nothing. Had no idea how I would react to seeing a talking tree and a talking raccoon. Mm-hmm. And went into that movie just on blind faith alone that Marvel will entertain me. Yes. And it paid off. 100. 100%. Shang-Chi doesn't get made. If Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't do well. Eternals doesn't get made if Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't do well. There's a right. lot of these fringe, I'm going to call them fringe properties. They may be big in the comics. I don't know. But a lot of these 
you know, fringe um, media uh, properties in the Marvel, you know, canon, they don't get made without Guardians right. um, doing so well and becoming household names at this point. Right. So with Shang-Chi and to an extent the Eternals as well, I mean, even the Eternals, I mean, I'm going to just throw them into this discussion as well because at least with Shang-Chi, I at least have heard of the Mandarin in the, in the Ten Rings. I don't know anything about the Eternals. I don't know who the Deviants are. I don't know. I've heard rumors about Thanos' father being involved, possibly. I don't know. I know zero about the Eternals, but I'm walking into the theater in September and November on blind faith that right. Marvel will not let us down again. So I do have a little bit more to say about the Eternals, just because I remember when they announced this cast at Comic-Con, and it was ridiculous. So now this is the first time with this little clip that we've actually seen footage from the Eternals. Yes. So it was directed by um, Nomadland filmmaker Chloe Zhao. Oscar-winning Oscar director. Winning, yes, director and filmmaker. Um, and so the cast includes Angelina Jolie, Cam- Camille Ninjaji, mm-hmm. Gemma, Gemma Chan, mm-hmm. Richard Madden, and Kit Harrington. It's a pretty decent cast. If right. I, if so I, I mean, say you're so. pulling you're pulling people from like other major franchises, you know, and you've got Game of Thrones in there with Kit Harrington. Yes. Yeah. I mean. Laura Croft. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a lot of really interesting, um, you know, casting choices being made. I feel like, and I honestly, I'm kind of like you. I don't, all it says is that the story focuses on a group of immortal beings who come down to earth. So I'm wondering if the Eternals, cause you always have to think about layers, right? So like if there are superheroes, you know, what's kind of like above superheroes. And then you have sort of like these, almost like titanish people like um thanos and these sort of like half gods um and as you're traveling around you know with guardians now we understand that there's this whole like universe out there of aliens and all these different races and then you have these all-powerful beings like um dormammu in doctor strange mm-hmm. and so dormammu, I'm i've come to bargain yes oh, sorry. um and so i'm wondering if the immortals like what so you know, like you said, who made Thanos? Where did Thanos come from? Mm-hmm. Where did Dormammu come from? Yes. Like, there has to be some kind of, like, when you think about the, like, the gods of the ancient Greek and Roman, like, pantheon. Mm-hmm. And so then, like, gods beget um, demigods. Well, like, who beget gods? Well, that was the Titans. Mm-hmm. And the Titans were beget by Gaia. You know, so, like, yeah. all of it, there's all these layers. And so I'm really interested to see, like, what, in the vagueness of, immortal beings yes quote air quotes what does that even mean so i'm really excited for the eternals almost because i have no clue what to expect <laughs> literally walking in blind even though the little footage i saw I, I didn't even get a very good vibe like i'm waiting for a more full trailer to drop and um with this movie coming out in november it's got to be soon it's got to be soon so i'm waiting for a first trailer to but i i mean again i'm walking in i almost wonder faith. I almost wonder because, you know, Marvel is banking on people feeling comfortable enough to go back to the movies at some point this mm-hmm. year. And they've made it very clear that uh, in July that Black Widow will premiere in theaters. Yes. And so I'm wondering if they're going to put the Eternals trailer before Black Widow. It's possible. Just a thought. It's possible. Well, here's something I have lots of thoughts on. Okay. 
in December. Christmas. Spider-Man. No way home. We have no footage, but we have a lot of rumors yes. flying around. A lot, a lot of rumors. Um, I, I don't know if it's been confirmed or if this is another, another rumor. I feel like it's been confirmed. So, like, in the first Spider-Man movie, you had Iron Man positioned at, as his, like, little mentor. Uh, in the second one, you had um, Nick Fury. And in this one, in, I can't talk tonight. Mm-hmm. In this third one, the rumor is that Doctor Strange, um, Benedict Cumberbatch, will appear in this movie to play that mentor role for Spider-Man. Um, which may also overlap with WandaVision mm-hmm. and Doctor Strange's upcoming Multiverse of Madness movie coming out later in 2022, um, a few months after this movie is released. There's rumors of the multiverse. There's mm-hmm. rumors that former Spider-Man actors Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield will make an appearance. There's rumors that uh, Spider-Man villains from previous iterations of this franchise, such as uh, Alfred Molina's Doc Ock, Dr. Octopus from Spider-Man 2. Okay. Um, Jamie Foxx's Electra from The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, rumors that they'll make appearances. Rumors that Mary Jane Watson, played by Kirsten Dunst, in the original Spider-Man trilogy, will make an appearance. Okay. Uh, there's rumors going around that Emma Stone, who played Gwen Stacy uh, in the Amazing Spider-Man one and two, will make an appearance. I just I want it so bad. I mean, there's just so many. Just throw things. James Franco in there, and I'll be happy. Here's what is confirmed: Spider-Man played uh, Peter Parker, played by Tom Holland, will be returning. Yes. You will get um, Zendaya's mm-hmm. MJ. Um, MJ. You'll get Jacob Bat. Batalons, mm-hmm. Ned Leeds, mm-hmm. uh, who has lost a ton of weight, by the way. Yeah. Rumors flying around about him that he may appear as the Hobgoblin, as he does in the comics. Interesting. I mean, yeah, this is all, I mean, it's, again, not to mention DC, but it's almost like Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yeah. Where, like, if you think about the multiverses folding into one another, mm-hmm. then you start to be able to have these really interesting, you know, and it's all about casting, it's all about who's available, you know. Um, well, but I'm I'm really excited. Well, and here's the thing about that: like, I, I'm excited about the possibilities that we can that we can contend with here, right? But I also want it to connect with the previous Spider-Man movie because at the end of that Spider-Man movie, Mysterio released a video outing his identity as Peter Parker. There's a rumor going around <laughs> that right. Charlie Cox will reprise his role from the Netflix Marvel series Daredevil as. Daredevil. I can't. I love I mean, it. I mean, because you um, think about it like... If, as Matt Murdock to play his lawyer. Right. I mean, yeah, because if Peter's been outed as Spider-Man, like, he's going to need a ton of help to fix this situation. We've you know? already seen a crossover in a sense where you had J. Jonah Jameson um, from the original Spider-Man trilogy show up at the end in a post credit scene in Spider-Man um, Far From Home. Um, there's just so many things. So my biggest worry for this movie is that it tries to do too much. Yes. All the rumors sound wonderful and awesome. And I have nothing, nothing, nothing but the, um, but the, uh, the highest praise and hope or, or faith in John Watts, who directed the first two Spider-Man movies that he's going to do this justice, but I don't want them to be, too busy, if that makes sense. Yes. I want it to be a great Spider-Man film. I want it to be a great uh, trilogy. So I don't want everything else to just kind of get in the way of that. Because my biggest criticism of the previous two Spider-Man um, franchises in, in their last films is that they tried to do way too much. Right. Spider-Man 3 
they had the Sandman. They had Harry Osborn's New Goblin. Uh, you had uh, Venom. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they just had so much packed in there, and none of it was cohesive, and none of it made sense. And I don't want that to happen here. So, right. Excited? Yes, absolutely excited. Thrilled. Cannot wait. It's going to be an awesome, awesome Christmas. Yeah. But I'm also a little cautious. Yeah. A little just taking my time and be like, okay, just make sure y'all take a breath and do this right. Right. And hopefully Sony won't screw it up again. Yes, Sony. Well, speaking of things that I think can handle a little busyness, this next movie, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, because it's literally in the title. You know you're dealing with the multiverse. Mm -hmm. What is the multiverse? Okay, so for those of you who don't know what a multiverse is, congratulations. I didn't know what it was either. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We're on the same wavelength. Um, But so a multiverse is like a theory that there are infinite number of universes out there um, with all of us, you know, in every universe and in some universes we're good people and some universes we're bad people in one universe right. I'm probably a cop in another universe I'm a pop singer in this universe I'm a teacher I mean sir <laughs> just you know little random things like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yes so yeah anyway um, but so Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness again we don't have a lot of information but we do know Elizabeth Folsom will be reprising her role as the Scarlet Witch um, might uh, should um Follow up from her Disney Plus series, WandaVision. Right. She's uh, got to go figure out her power. Yep. And we know Doctor Strange is going to be dealing with that. Maybe we'll get a new Sorcerer Supreme finally. Maybe, because we don't really have one. I know we a lot don't. of people think that, you know, Doctor Strange is the sor- No, no, no. He's not. He's just the head of the New York Institute. <laughs> That's it. So. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. Um, I think that I, if I, if I had any hopes for this movie that I don't think will happen... I would like Christine to become night nurse. Yes, officially. Yeah. I'd like to see uh, Carl Mordo, Baron Mordo. Mm. Like, I know he uh, he had a little bit of a heel turn at the end of the first uh, Stephen Strange. He took yeah. away the powers of old Pangborn. That's, see, that's, um, that's what Jonathan happens. You become such a good guy, you become the bad guy. You know, they talked about it in that Batman movie that you don't like. <laughs> so... Yeah. All um, of them? <laughs> yeah, you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. But um Yes, you do. But I know I do know him from the Spider Man animated series because he appeared in it with Doctor Strange. Um and I know he's a bad guy, so I'm waiting for him to really show his bad guy powers against Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. So uh very excited about Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness. that's gonna be one of those the first Doctor Strange was just a little mind trippy and it was really good, like visual effects were really awesome. I think this one's gonna blow that one out of the water. It's gonna be directed by Sam Raimi. Who mm-hmm. is mainly no, known for his horror uh, horror movies, yeah. um, Evil Dead, um, but also the first Spider-Man trilogy as well. So he has some experience in the um, in the superhero genre as well. But I think meshing those two together, I think it's gonna. I think it was even described by either him or someone close to the movie as the MCU's first horror film. So. Can't wait. Well, I mean, I, I feel like there is sort of this weird ledge that you tip over with Doctor Strange where it can become a horror film. So I'm excited to see how they do that and maybe keep it at least family friendly enough that you could, you know, bring your teenagers maybe to see it. Absolutely. Well, following this movie, we're going to get what I believe is probably going to be the best movie of Phase 4. And I don't say that lightly especially someone who did not enjoy the first two movies in his, uh, in his uh, trilogy. But this is the fourth, and the first MCU here to get a fourth movie, by the way. Thor, 
Love and Thunder will be coming out sometime uh, in the summer of 2022, July, I believe. Mm. No? Hold on. This one has a different... So this says May 6, okay, 2022. May. May. Okay, Sorry, May. this one for a second said November. That can't be right. That's got to right. be an old day. No, okay, so May. Um, what are your thoughts on Thor? So I... I I know I feel like we should represent Kyle a little bit since he's not here. I know that for whatever reason, um, you know, the last Thor movie and the first one directed by Taika Waititi was not his favorite. I feel like some people you either go one way or another with the Thor movies, right? The first two were very like serious. I am the god of thunder, you know. And then with the third, we go off the rails a little bit. It gets wacky. It gets fun. It gets a little retro. Lots of colors. It's like Thor got injected with some like guardian stuff, you know. Yes. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so I loved it. I feel like you either loved the turn that it took or you hated it. Okay. I also loved it. So I think Kyle wasn't a big fan. Like, I think he wanted it to be a little bit more serious. He didn't like the campiness that Taika brought to it. I loved it. I thought it was hysterical. I thought it was like multi layered. I feel like that movie, um, and now I can't remember what was it called? Thor. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Thank yeah. you. I'm like, why am I blanking? I feel like Ragnarok is why we are getting a Loki TV show. Absolutely. I feel like that was the movie that people who weren't just Loki fans, stands, Loki stands, stood up and were like, more of that, please. Yes. And so I'm really excited to see where Love and Thunder takes us. They've already promised us that we're going to get Lady Thor. Yep. Natalie Portman returning to the franchise. Uh, yes. As, um, Jane Foster. Jane Foster, who will... Take up the mantle of Lady Thor. Yeah. We also got some interesting casting news a few weeks ago. Russell Crowe was cast mm-hmm. as Zeus. Zeus. Which is interesting to so me because I know we, we're bringing in Greek, Greek mythology. mythology to Norse mythology. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting. Um, I know we're also getting the return of uh, Tessa Thompson, Thompson's Valkyrie. She's now King of Asgard. King of Asgard, that's right. 100. Um, Fingers crossed we get more Darcy Lewis. Yeah. Please, 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 please. I hope we get a little bit of Darcy, absolutely. Um, Christian Bell as Gore the God Butcher. Yeah. And that's going to be really interesting to me. Um, and who knows what else this film's going to have. It is confirmed that the Guardians of the Galaxy will make at least a cameo appearance in this. Yes. Well, because last time we saw Thor, he, he was, was with the Guardians. He was with the Asgardians of the Galaxy. That's right. We all know who's in charge here. It's me. It's me. Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> he starts moving things around. I just, I can't. I can't wait. I'm so excited about it. I, you know, I love Taika Waititi. I've already seen, you know, they've been posting a few tiny little teasers, some photos from behind the scenes on set and stuff like that. Not giving anything away, but just, you know, really fun, fun things. And, you know, at least just a little bit enough for us to speculate. And uh, I'm really excited to see this movie. Ought to be a really good time. Um, now, we, I mentioned this earlier. The movie that is coming out in July of 2022 is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And... We will be talking about Black Panther, I believe, next month. Or no, no, in, in a couple of months. July. Um, so, in a couple of months. And I will remember, I'll talk about this a little more when we do the Black Panther podcast, but I remember going to the theater the weekend that that movie came out and being just in awe 
of the lines, first of all, at the theater. Yes. Um, but that's because there was proper representation in this film for the African-American community. Mm-hmm. I remember watching that movie and being blown away by the beauty of how they richly captured the African sunset. As someone who's experienced that in person, they nailed it. I mean, it was so gorgeous. Um, that movie was very special to me. It, um, as someone who loves the African culture, has uh, been over there a couple of times, wants to go back. Um, just the people there, um, it just it did such a great service. And, it, and this is just you know just coming from someone who honestly didn't doesn't have the right to kind of really express some of the opinions I'm expressing. But I just I loved it, and I um, I just so with that being said, like. Part of loving that first film was Chadwick Boseman's portrayal of uh, T'Challa and the Black Panther. And he sadly passed away last August. Um, a brave fight with cancer that no one knew about. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not really sure where this movie's going to go. It's called Wakanda Forever. It's probably going to continue to explore the incomparable world of Wakanda. Uh, and there's a lot of characters that you can pull from it. Um, Shuri will be involved, I'm sure. Wakabi, um, um, Wakabi, Mbaku. I don't know who Wakabi is. Did, did I get that name wrong? Mm. I know Mbaku is a character. Who, what was, um, um Lupita Nyonga's character? Oh my goodness, I'm, I'm blanking on her name now. I would think she would be involved. I wonder if we're going to get, um, Everett Ross from the CIA making another appearance. Okoye. Okoye. Is who you're thinking uh, about. Okoye, well, there's Okoye and Ayo, or Ayo, yes. uh, who are in the uh, Dorma Lodge. Uh-huh. And Nakia. Nakia. Nakia is Lupita now. Yeah, Nakia. Yeah. Okay. Um, just, so there's some really great characters there. Um, I've heard rumors, but I don't think they're true. Michael B. Jordan reprising his role as Killmonger, Eric Stevens. Somehow, back from the dead, possibly, maybe. Who knows? I'm really interested to see how they're going to do it. Um, because one thing we've learned over the past decade, I think, is when you have these legacy characters in a film franchise. And the Black, Pan- Black Panther is a, a franchise, even though they've only had one movie. The characters have appeared in multiple movies. So, um, I Oh, feel- yeah. Sorry. Wakabi is Daniel Kaluuya. He was Wakabi. Okoye's yes, his, husband. Yeah, yes. Significant so, other. Yes. Would you kill me, my love? For Wakanda... Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. She's <laughs> um, like, I'm yes. about to murder you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, um, where was I going? Uh, I'm not even sure where I was Rumors going. Oh, yeah. swirling. Oh, yeah, so like, I'm just really interested to see how they're going to pull this off. Oh, yeah, so over the past decade, when you have these legacy characters who, mm-hmm. uh, where the actors or actresses have passed away, you have Paul Walker mm-hmm. from the Fast and Furious franchise. You have <laughs> Carrie Fisher in the Star Wars franchise, just as a couple of examples. Um, and they did the characters justice in their final films. Um, and they tried to be as respectful as they could without, I guess, trying to cross over the icky line of when you're casting a dead person in this role. Yeah. I mean, Um, I think a lot of times family sentiment matters. Yes. In that sense, you know, the, the Fast and Furious franchise had, um, Paul Walker's family's, you know, cooperation, consent, um, Blessing, all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. So I'm just 
I don't know. I don't think they'll do that. Something like that with Chad, uh, Chad mm-hmm. with Rose, but they're going to have to address why T'Challa's not on screen. Right. Um, and I'm just, I'm really curious to see how they're going to handle that. And hopefully they'll do it. I mean, well, when I say hopefully, I believe they'll do it respectfully. Ryan Coogler, uh, as Stephen Such mentioned on our uh, Facebook Live, absolutely crushed it as a director. Uh, Ryan Coogler is a fantastic director, and he is very vested in this universe. So I know he's going to do the uh, the right thing. I just I'm really interested to see how it's going to play out. Yeah, me too. So me too. Um, moving on, uh, we have the Marvels, which I believe is coming out in November of 2022. And not Captain Marvel 2, by the way. No. Um, this is called just The Marvels. And it's going to be ca- you know, basically Captain Marvel 2. You'll have uh, Brie Larson, who is returning to the role of Carol Danvers, the, you know, who is also Captain Marvel in this, um, in this MCU franchise. But we do know she'll be joined by Tiana Paris, um, who plays adult Monica Rambeau, mm-hmm. um, who made her, the adult Monica Rambeau made her, debut in WandaVision. Yes. And found some spectrum powers of her own. Yeah. Maybe. Apparently. Um, also, we'll be joined by a man, Villani, who will play Miss Marvel, uh, Kamala Khan. Who's getting her um, own TV show. Who's getting her own Disney Plus TV series um, and is one of my absolutely favorite comic book characters. So we'll um, we'll have that TV show as an introduction to her before this before movie Before this movie, absolutely. Because that, cause that uh, series is coming out later this fall. This movie will come out a year later. Um, so you'll have... And all those characters have been under the role Captain Marvel in the comics before. Or Miss Marvel in the comics. So th- how they're going to be interchanged, I don't know. From the WandaVision show... We saw adult Monica Rambeau. She wasn't too thrilled to discuss Carol Danvers. Yes, uh, in a, in, a, in a few of those episodes. Yes, you know, they were talking. I think that's very interesting. So I'm wondering what the relationships there and why there seems to be some bad blood. Did is, is she holding a grudge because her mom died during the blip and you know? Well, yeah, I'm wondering. I don't know. I mean, we don't know. You know, between Captain Marvel, where Carol went into space at the end. Like she had a lot to go captain, you know, or whatever. And then we know, obviously she comes back for in game. Um, but we don't know where she's been. We don't know if she's returned to earth in any of that time. We know that, um, fury has a way to contact her, which he does before he disintegrates to get her to come back to earth. Um, he sends out a distress signal. So we know that in some former fashion they have kept up with each other since the events of captain marvel but we don't know if she ever returned to visit monica and her mother we don't know if she showed up the entire time that monica was dealing with her mother being sick and ill um you know i I honestly would understand if there was some resentment there um i just that's interesting how it's going to play out and they're clearly setting up those feelings very subtly in the WandaVision show. Absolutely. There's been a lot of speculation as to why this is called the Marvels. Um, it's, it's been some negative speculation along with that, where the rumor has it that people aren't fans of Brie Larson, you know, because of the way she may have responded to some troll troll boys back when her movie was debuting a couple of years ago. Um, you know, that, I, I'll, to, in my opinion, she responded the way she needed to respond. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rumor has it that they're trying to distance themselves from the Captain Marvel name because of possible bad publicity. If that's so, I'm very sad about that. Right. Um, 
there's also rumors that they're trying to maybe push Brie Larson out. And that would be a mistake in my opinion. She's a fantastic actress, but just my opinion. I So I heard from someone, and I don't know where this rumor came from, um, that when Brie Larson came in for the second Captain Marvel movie, maybe because of some bad blood or whatever, I like, I don't know if she was, something wasn't matching up between right. her, what she wanted to bring to the character, the writing. There was a rumor going around that just her as the titular character of like, you know, Captain Marvel 2 and the movie being all about her, it wasn't working for whatever reason. So there's a rumor going around that they're sort of piling on this whole the Marvels. Because they don't want it to be just her on screen. Yes. Nonetheless, I'm excited to see Monica Rambeau return. I'm excited to see um, Kamala Khan. I don't know if it's Kamala or Kamala, because I know our vice president goes by Kamala. Right. Um, but I've also heard Kamala. 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 As, so I'm not sure how it's pronounced, so I want to make sure I give that get that correct. But I'm excited to see her make her... Um, MCU film debut after her own uh, Disney Plus show, and I'm excited to see how that set is set up too, because she's a great origin in the comics. I have have it behind me if you want to borrow it. By the way, would love to. Um, it's fantastic, but uh, I'm looking forward to this movie. I, I, I mean, and I say that about all. I've said that about all the movies here. I'm looking forward to to them for separate reasons, but um, I think there's some rich and great characters here, and I'm just I'm very excited to see. Um, Brie Larson returning to her role and her role she's very overpowered in the MCU some there's gonna have to be something that rivals that power to make it interesting and part of me wonders is it Monica Rambeau I, is, I, I mean, mean are they setting up maybe not a villain but just two sides of the same coin I, I don't know I yeah mean, and it's interesting because they have different colors mm-hmm. for their powers so yeah who knows it'll be interesting to see so Moving on to 2023, we have, you know, here's the thing. Every character who's had a movie has gotten a trilogy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, in the first two phases of the MCU. Ant-Man is getting his third movie in 2023. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Finally. Quantum Mania. I can't wait. That's going to be, the Ant-Man movies are fun. They're so fun. That's the thing. You're not going to list them as like your best Marvel movie or your favorite Marvel character or whatever. But in terms of just pure, unadulterated fun, go grab you some popcorn and an icy from, you know, a cherry Coke icy. Right. And sit in the movie theater. It is so much fun just watching these movies. And we know now from phase three that you can't sleep on these sort of like in-between movies because the the Ant-Man movies ended up being really important as background for how they solved the problems in Infinity War. Well, and, and here's the interesting thing. So Quantum Mania, um, referring to the Quantum Realm, mm-hmm. which played a big part in, in Endgame mm-hmm. um, and in the last movie, and in, I guess technically in the first movie too, we know that Jonathan Majors will be playing King the Conqueror and will be in this film. And for those of you who do not know who... Kang the Conqueror is his. Uh, he has an interesting origin story, but he's basically a time traveler who is like a pretty major, major Avengers villain. Um, he is the son of the Fantastic Four's um, Mister Fantastic, uh, Reed Richards. Um, I can't. Nathaniel Richards is his uh, birth name, 
and he's a time traveler. And he, hmm. he, I mean, he seeks to destroy the Avengers. And so he's a villain. He's a big time villain. Like he is. Wow. A lot of people were shocked that he was going to be making his debut in this film because of like, wait, he's he's an Avengers level villain. Like he's a main movie villain. Yeah, but again, see, this is perfect setup for Fantastic Four. Exactly. And so I'm excited to see how that's going to play into the larger Phase Four and Beyond story because if. I don't know if he's making his debut in this film. Um, he might make cameos in maybe the Marvels. Um, I could see it in Thor Love and Thunder or Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because those are going to be dealing with some kind of multi um, other dimensions, maybe time travel involved there. Um, well, we also have to consider post-credit scenes. Absolutely. For all so, these movies. So that's the big selling point to me is this third Ant-Man movie is positioned as a major, major key cog in the Phase 4 lineup because of who the announced villain is. And that's going to be really, really interesting to see how that's going to tie everything in. Moving on to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And you're talking about having fun. So 2023 is looking like it's going to be a fun year. Because just in your Marvel lore, you have Ant-Man and then you follow it with Guardians. And that's just two awesome franchises in a row. Um, we don't know um, much about Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but some of the plot threads that have been dropped mm-hmm. from previous movies and uh, the Avengers films, uh, we know at the end of Avenger, or at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which we'll, you will talk about um, the, on the next podcast with Hunter. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Post-credit scene. The, Hunter and Ashby in the morning. No, no. <laughs> don't you dare. Who do you think you are? Why, why are you? How does it feel? How does it feel when someone who doesn't know what they're talking about quotes your favorite thing to you? Why are you the way that you are? You know, Mr. I, 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 I don't try, like Lord of the Rings. I, I try to do something fun and you make it not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything about the ways that you choose to be. No, I can't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> but at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, the. Um, Oh my goodness! The uh, the gold people. The um, what are they called? Oh, those. Uh, they have the that. Yeah. Uh, that Adam thing, right? Yeah. Well, Adam. Uh, you know, they have the little cocoon. Uh, you know, this is Adam, and that we believe is a reference to Adam Warlock, who is a pretty big time Marvel hero in the cosmic Marvel universe, um, who held the Infinity Gauntlet. Um, in the Infinity War, Infinity Gauntlet comics. Um, and he, But he's a hero, but he's being positioned as a possible villain in a future film. So I wonder if they're going to pay that threat off and we get the debut of Adam Warlock in this movie. Um, Gamora is not the Gamora from the original two films because this the is... The Sovereign. The Sovereign. There you go. Um, Gamora is... This is 2014 Gamora. Who, right. Who doesn't love Peter. Who doesn't love Peter Quill. We don't know where she's at. Will Thor be a part of the Guardians here? I mean, or, yeah, I and mean, um, Gamora, a Nebula, Nebula, yeah, Nebula. You know, she changed sides officially, one hundred percent. Yep. Uh, will Will Groot be a teenager still? I mean, Look, he was a really angsty teenager. I'm ready for like mid twenties Groot. Or to get like business Groot. Yeah, you know, he'll have a little tree yeah. tie, like yeah. professional mm-hmm. internship Groot. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of threads that the Guardians um, 
to yeah. pull from there. We haven't dealt with Quill's heritage, really. We really haven't. So. And uh-huh. Quill, my goodness, he's just, wow. He, he's, I know. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about Quill a little bit when we get to Infinity War a little more, too, about some of the decisions he made in that movie. But, you know, in in every movie, he's had to deal with the loss of of his mother mm-hmm. in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, finding out that his mother was actually killed. Right, by, by his father. By his father. And then the love of his life asked him to pull the trigger on her in yes. Infinity War, which he did, which didn't do anything. And then to find out that, you know, everything he was willing to sacrifice she got to save the world, she got thrown off a cliff. Just, ugh. I mean, just... I don't, you know. I don't. Yeesh. Yeah. He's got a lot Oof, of, as he, the kids he, say. He needs to go to uh, the therapist Bucky Barnes went to. He really does. Honestly, he really does. He needs to get his own book and his own rules. Mm-hmm. You know, like it did Bucky, a world of good. Absolutely. So, Guardians 3 should be a good time, but we have no idea where it's going to go. And that's kind of how we like it. We have a couple of years until we get exactly. that Exactly. Can't then, wait for the soundtrack. Oh, you know, the soundtrack's going to be It fantastic. will slap. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm guessing this is going to be all the songs on his Zoom because Zoom's so popular. <laughs> So um, I'm I'm waiting for like I know we had like a large like 70s 60s 70s 80s type vibe with the uh, the first two soundtracks I'm hoping this one dives into 90s and 2000s Ooh, like, since that'd be it's fun. since it's on a Zune you know Zunes were I don't know if they were ever popular but they were relevant well, yes maybe not relevant is the word either but um, they were around in the mid to late 2000s mm-hmm. so I'm wondering if we're getting music from that time period on soundtrack yeah. so i mean hopefully and then we have fantastic four uh, rounding out phase four that we know of all i want to know is chris evans gonna reprise his role as johnny storm no and we're not gonna like no one's gonna talk about it like we're just gonna it's gonna be cool no one's gonna mention it it's not gonna be weird i'd like for there to be like a call out where like maybe the fantastic four is walking down a hallway maybe what used to be avengers tower is now the baxter building mm-hmm. and they see a picture of captain america and johnny's was like that guy looks like me a little bit you know just like and the rest of them are like yeah, not it. so much no <laughs> just something cute like that i hope right. we get a little just a wink just a nod, little nod to that um, we know nothing about Fantastic Four. Um, from what we gather, um, they haven't even gotten to casting yet. Rumors will always swirl around the casting of Reed and Sue Richards being played by John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt came out this week and said, uh, no, superhero films aren't for me. <laughs> well, so, I mean, she played Mary Poppins as a superhero, so I don't know what she's talking about. I'm but... Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Next week. Look, um, all I have to say about <laughs> Fantastic Four is... Third time's a charm, right? Don't screw it up, Marvel. Um, I enjoyed <laughs> the first Fantastic Four movie. It wasn't great, but I enjoyed it in a campy kind of way. But the last two were just awful. I didn't even um, watch the last two. I, yes. I wouldn't. I can't. No. I won't be let down I'm, again. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Don't break Fool me once. <laughs> the first Fantastic Four film they put on Disney Plus was the worst one. <laughs> that was the one that came out six years ago. Yeah. Um, but, you know, here's the thing. Marvel, you've had, you let Fox play with your properties for years mm-hmm. and to some varying results. Okay. You yep. had the X-Men movies for the most part were really well done. Yeah. They weren't like, you know, awful, um, awesome or awful, but they were well done for the most part. You had right. some stinkers in there. Right. Days, um, not days of future past, but the, the last stand. Right. Um, and then you gave Spider-Man to Sony and yep. that was mixed. Yep. But you've let Fox play with these properties and now you got them back. Okay. You right. have a chance. Mm-hmm. To do what you said you could do with them all along, you have a chance to do right by them. So, no pressure. Yeah. 
yeah. than all the pressure. Don't screw it up. Don't mess it up. They have it, Deadpool back too, right? They do have Deadpool. Mm, yeah. See, I mean, they have they you know, have all the Fox characters they ever had. Back Deadpool's in, a Disney princess, yeah, like he always wanted. Like he always wanted. To. <laughs> I mean, here's the and here's the interesting. One of the great Fantastic Four villains is Doctor Doom. He's not just a Fantastic Four villain though. He's like an Avengers level villain. Um, he's had rivalries with Namor. Um, the Submariner. He's had rivalry with rivalry with Black Panther. Um, he's like the president or dictator or king or whatever of Latvia, um, which is a rival nation to Wakanda. I mean, there's so many layers to getting a guy like Doctor Doom, and he's not just a Fantastic Four villain. He can play multiple roles over the course. They really should be setting him up as the main Phase Five villain. Like introduce him in, in this movie, maybe have him make a cameo in Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, um, with his Latvian heritage. Um, but I, I'm just I don't know between him and King the Conqueror. I, I'm just I'm excited for the overall narrative that um, that you're getting here in Phase Four and possibly Phase Five. And that's the one thing I think most people are concerned about with uh, with the Avengers in the Phase you know you fit Phase One, Two, and Three. You knew what it was building to. Right. Okay. You knew the right. first phase was building to the creation of the Avengers team. Correct. Then you got the tease of Thanos. Right. You you know you're continuing the story of the heroes in Phase Two, mm-hmm. and then you get another. But tease we're starting of to Thanos. introduce space. Yep. You know, you start. It all came along in Phase Two. To, so, you know, and then build. that all led to the climax in Phase Three yes. with Infinity War and Endgame. Right. I want to know, like, what is... But now it's just, a, like, a mixed bag. Yeah, we don't know yeah. what Phase 4 is going to bring. We don't know what the big bag so is leading up to. That's what makes it interesting to me, because we don't know what it is. We can speculate, but right now, right. you know, you've shaken the Magic 8-Ball, and... We think, don't know what the end game is. Things are cloudy. Check again later. I mean, right, right. So this, yeah, you don't, we don't know what the end game is because that was two years ago. Well, and now what we didn't have in the first three phases that we have now is this whole, excuse me, idea of TV show runs. Absolutely. So you know, does does uh, Sam show up as Captain America mm-hmm. at some point in the future? Does Bucky show back up? Yeah. We now know from the end of Falcon Winter Soldier that. Um, Sharon Carter is back in the fold, and she is not a good guy. We Spoiler don't think she's alert! She's a good guy, no. And it breaks my heart for Peggy Carter, but here we are, you know. And then we're we're clearly going to see maybe Loki at some point mm-hmm. post TV show. He's going to be messing with some stuff. You'll have Miss Marvel appearing in both her show and in the movies. And You'll in have She Hulk, possibly mm-hmm. as someone who could. She's a lawyer, you know. Could right. she intermingle with? Um, with Matt Murdock's Daredevil, who, again, is rumored to be making his appearance in Spider-Man. Right. You have all these other dangling threads from the from the Netflix series where it's rumored they're going to be um, bringing Kristen Ritter back in to be Jessica Jones. Right. Um, John uh, Barenthal mm-hmm. to be the Punisher. Yeah. Um, Kingpin coming back in right. to play, possibly. You've got the guy who was cast to be, the is it the Golden Fist? Mm, uh, the Iron Fist. The Iron Fist. Yeah. They're I not. There was something about gold. Anyway, they're probably gonna. They're probably Iron gonna fist. recast him. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. I don't know. But the, there's rumors going around about all these characters. There's rumors that Agents of Shield characters are gonna be introduced, reintroduced in mm-hmm. Secret Evasion. Quake. Quake. Come back. I hope it's, so. Also, I want to see Fitzsimmons on the big screen personally. And uh, I also <laughs> want to see. Um, May. Yes. Melinda May. Yes, but also. Coulson. All, 
I would, first of all, I want at least one of the five original Avengers to figure out that Coulson's alive. Yes. Because they still think he died in 2012, and it breaks my heart. Yes. Also, I want Melinda May and uh, Agent Hill in a room together, just being boss ladies. Absolutely. Okay? And then also Daniel Sousa, because he's now future dude yep he's not back in the past he's another he man out of time during agent carter yep. um and that would be really fun you know to play around with that so there's just so many i think i never watched a lot of the marvel tv shows other than agents of shield because i was under the opinion for the most part that marvel did movies really well mm-hmm. and maybe not tv necessarily right and dc did tv really well but not movies not a fan of their movies and i think the culture is changing in what a lot of people think about TV versus movies and this idea of crossing over. And I think you finally have directors and actors who understand that honestly, the TV is where it's at. And so you have a lot more opportunity to bring really big names to the small screen. And I'm just really excited to be in phase four where TV shows are a part of it and what that means. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, there's just so much unknown, but so much to have fun and speculate about. Uh, the next three years of Marvel movies and television should be a fantastic I know. Time. We'll never end running the Infinity Gauntlet. Nope. Because we're, we're not even close to finishing if, if this was it. Yeah, we would have called up by January of next year had they stopped with Spider-Man Far From Home. Right. But now we have to add WandaVision. So now we, we got two more years. Falcon of the Winter Soldier. So we're looking at three to four years. Loki. <laughs> That's before the next movie even comes out, by the way. If we end this podcast before we get to talking about Falcon Winter Soldier, I'm going to be so mad. Now, if anything, we'll bring it back just to talk about what's Just going. to talk about that. We'll become a monthly Marvel podcast. 100%. At 100%. And just talk about Marvel stuff if we ever We're here. We're committed to this, you guys. If things go sideways, we can always just do one Marvel pod a month. Pod a month yep. until yep. into infinity. Until we are the Eternals. <laughs> to, to infinity and beyond. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, all right. So that's uh, that's the end of Phase Four. Um, we're excited about it, obviously, and we want to know your thoughts. Drop us a comment in our social media channels and let us know what you think. Um, a big thank you to. Kyle Whitley and mm-hmm. Ricky Lyles for their contributions to our podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this discussion as much as we did and that you're as pumped for the rest of this journey into pop culture as we are. Next week, I will not be here. That's right. Eric. Kyle will not be here. Mm-hmm. We're giving the show to Ashby. It's what I've always wanted. This is her plan in the Full. Right. I mean, just it's taken me 365 days, but this is now my podcast. One year later, it's her podcast. We said this was coming. Yep, we knew it. You we were saw warned. It coming. Yep. <laughs> she will be joined by Hunter Batten. That's right. As they discuss Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Super stoked. It's going to be a great episode. It's going to be wait. Hunter's episode. Yes, this is going to be Hunter's. I will be there for moral yes, support. Absolutely. <laughs> They're going to be in my house. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> 
They're going to be in my house in my in, in the podcast room recording an episode. I'm not going to be here. That's right. I'm going to come back and see the door locks have been changed. And yep, 100%. <laughs> like, well, she took over the podcast and my house. Okay. What? Right. It had well, to be a see, complete almost, takeover. I'm, we'll see Delta running around in the backyard while Paige is just sitting on the front stoop. Like, what do I do now? And yeah. It's like, well. <laughs> <laughs> so... If you're into all that, join us next right. week as they discuss Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, we're very excited to have Hunter back on this show. Uh, he was on back in April when we did, um, not April, excuse me, back in October when we did the first Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, and he did a fantastic job. We're very excited for what him and Ashby are going to bring to the table next week. Until next time, Wakanda forever! Stay as cool as the other side of the pillow! We'll see you next week on the Weather Watch Show. Bye.